0: We are back for another edition of the Football Radio, and we're just going to jump right in because we are really pissed (laughs) off. What a day. What an awful day. What an awful day. What a a way to come back. Um, Italy falling to second place in the group. They finish second behind Switzerland. Switzerland automatically qualifies for the World Cup, and Italy forced to yet another playoff. Another playoff. Getting... This is probably going to be an even tougher playoff. Yeah. It, it really is. It's
1: scary. And you we lost flashbacks.
0: out to Switzerland for crying out loud.
1: A team we beat 3-1 in the Euros in the group stages. Tied them in the in the next qualifier we had against them. Right. Jorginho a, in, miss. Then, Jorginho missed penalties in both games. Yeah, in both games. Jorginho missing in the crucial penalty to get us in. But I think the rot was setting in before that penalty miss. Oh. Like, if that penalty miss went in, yes, Italy would be through. Yeah. It would have disguised a lot of problems. Now, we've yeah. been saying this Italy team is not a finished product. Nope. A lot of... Dead weight now. A lot of dead weight. A lot of building left to do for Mancini. Yeah. Uh, and to be honest, I feel like he hasn't addressed a lot of the problems that were no showing in the Zotti team in the Euros. No.
0: And, uh the big the big lack is the lack of a number 9 a true number 9 i don't know how many more opportunities we need to give andrea Balotti as a number 2 because he cannot do anything
1: he's a very ineffective number 9
0: anything and uh rather than give another opportunity to i who i think is a true number 9 and Lucas Kabaka, we decided to go with a false 9 today
1: in lorenzo insigne who shown to be a uh, a flop in, the, in that
0: position. He's yeah. never made it. He's a left A flop winner. in that position and a flop when it comes to the big games. <laughs> right? Yeah. The only big game that Lorenzo Insigne has ever showed up to was the game against Belgium. Uh, that's that was it.
1: it. That's the only one in recent memory, yeah, unfortunately. That's the
0: only one. And then you got one-dimensional Federico Chiesa, who only knows one move. It's a cut-in, and it's a, sh- it's a shot from the top of the box. That's all this guy knows how to do. One-dimensional. <laughs> so what do, warrants... This guy to start back to back games I don't know.
1: let's start how do we how do we even get to this position how do, how do we go from Euro champions to now having to go through playoff because how is, do we even get to this this point? is
0: typical this is typical Italy for some reason there is loyalty to the guys that won you the euro in that moment in time they won the euro. thank you very much time to move on. The best players should be playing. And I thought with all the injuries that this Italian national team had going into this international break, it was actually going to be a breath of fresh air because we were going to have to see some new faces. I mean, uh, one bright spot to me, even though he got taken off, was Sandro Tonali. It was great to see him in there.
1: I'm a bit disappointed, actually, with the guys that were injured. How many guys bowed out of the squad. Now, if I see any of these guys coming into the weekend and playing, I'm going to be very disappointed. Because this is do or die for the Azzurri And and people are walking out of the national team Like there's no tomorrow Yeah, That bothers me I know a lot of them weren't starters But it doesn't matter The depth yeah. comes into question That's well, number one my The problem. one
0: person I know who is really hurt Is our captain Lorenzo Yes, Pellegrini, Pellegrini. Yes like, he he's was hurt He's hobbling yeah. back But like Chiro Immobile Didn't really understand that Let's see if he comes back,
1: miraculously, for the weekend. He'll come Bastoni back. Bastoni, too. Yeah. Varati if he's playing for PSG. Let's let's see what happens there. I'm yeah. a bit disappointed with that. First and foremost, the amount of injuries, the amount of guys that pulled out of the squad. Number two is, you said this before, Italy does have a loyalty problem. We said we should have used the Euro as a platform to build for the World Cup. Yeah. We also said it would almost hinder Italy a little bit if we did win the World Cup because we would stick to these same yeah. players and we wouldn't be able to offload them because, for whatever reason, in Italy, when we get champions, we struggle to let them go. Yeah, because of uh, because of loyalty and and the myth that's created around these players. Yeah, we gotta face the facts. Italy has been useless for the past ten plus years on the international stage when it comes to World Cups. When it comes to World Cups, we've done nothing yeah. since two thousand and six Euros. We've been a little bit more exceptional, but still hasn't been great. We've been useless up until...
0: Since 2006, we've done nothing. Yeah, we've done absolutely nothing. We've on done nothing. Stage. Now we're we talking about being on the brink yeah. of a second World Cup missing out. Can you imagine that? That is... That would be four World Cup cycles where we've been irrelevant. Four yeah. World Cup cycles. So why 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 do we have this
1: problem of... We saw the problems with the Zuri squad. It was nice. I think we caught a lot of... Neutrals and opponents by surprise with the way the Zuri came out. Controlled games, pressed. There wasn't the typical catenaccio like everyone says Italy's defensive. I think that was a surprise. To that a lot of was a on surprise the, the Euro to them. Stage.
0: But at the same time, there was something happening that was doesn't usually happen, and that the midfield was firing. Because if the midfield goes well, they showed in these past two games. If the midfield just starts firing blanks, where are you going to get those goals from? You don't have anybody to get you those dirty goals. And I'm talking about a true number nine that is a physical presence that can hold up the ball, that can throw around defenders, that can win balls in the air, that can do all that stuff. We don't have that. I mean, we're getting so desperate to the point where Roberto Mancini is looking at a, Lorenzo Luca, I think it's Lorenzo B, yeah. Yeah, and Serie B from Pisa and hey, he's a top scorer, he's he, he's going to be a stud one day. But at the end of the day, the guy is playing Serie B football. Where did it when did it get to that point? I am more comfortable with them <laughs> bringing Graziano Pelle out of retirement <laughs> and giving him a shot because he wasn't so bad when he came to Parma for the last I know. And, bit what, of the season. and what and what about Mancini's statement saying clubs
1: have to start playing the younger players more in Serie A. I I think it's that's a complete joke of a statement. I do too. Because look at all the young players playing. Exactly. And he he calls them up, but he doesn't give him time yeah. because of loyalty. Yeah.
0: It's Be- it's frustrating. It's frustrating. And I'm sorry. A has got to go. He looks slow. He's not even a great he's not even a usable center back off the bench. It is time to open the door to a guy like Gianluca Mancini, who I know is not as consistent as I'd like him to be, but I know when if given the opportunity, he'd be a very effective center back for for Italy. There's so many there's so many op, there's so many young players and this this sticking with Emerson. My god. What has this guy done to warrant being the solid number 2?
1: And that's that's the side Northern Ireland created all their chances off of. Yeah. They kept going at Emerson.
0: Yeah. Like the, the the, Cristiano Baraghi. Like, wh- what's wrong with Cristiano Baragi? I don't think Beats anything's me. wrong with him. Beats what's, me. What's wrong with DeMarco? I don't think anything's wrong with him. Beats me. I don't think anything's wrong with those guys. I don't understand how you think that Emerson is... Uh, uh, you as Roberto... And I mean you and Roberto you think that Emerson, aside from Leonardo Spinazzola, is... The be-all, end-all number, the, 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 un, the bona fide number two. Because let me tell you something. Even the number one, Spinozzola, has his deficiencies. He has his deficiencies, but at least his positives cover some of those deficiencies. Exactly.
1: Emerson, he's trying, what Mancini's trying to do is a pit of leg for, like, substitution into that position. But, but Emerson's nowhere near no. Spinazzola's level. No, so he's it's, not. So it's you might as well just put something different in that position yeah. as opposed to Emerson because it's a complete downgrade in that spot, yeah. and it's a major weakness. Absolutely in the City squad. it is. For me, personally, the blame has to come on Mancini, 110%. 100%. I know people are going to say it's it's a crazy thing to say. No, he they, won the Euro, right. he's a legend, but this is all Mancini's doing. This you're is right. all his fault. Yeah, He's done this in the past at club teams like Inter man city he cannot take teams to the next level this is why they've always had other coaches come in to take That's these right. teams to the next level um mancini has this i don't know what it is if it's a mental block if, if it's his past not being able to play in the international stage yeah. and feeling like oh i can't let a guy go now because he's having some bad games i don't know what it is imagine Mancini said but he has to see that the at the top level, it comes down to the very fine, minute details, whether you're going to be a champion or or, or a husband. Yeah. And it comes down to choices. Now, I'm not saying this is the reason why they missed out, but it, it has it has to do with these little choices, as in selecting Donnarumma and net. Donnarumma is not sharp and net anymore.
0: Oh, he's rattled.
1: Let's face it, he's rattled. He's mentally not what he was at the Euro, he's not
0: confident.
1: Not confident. He's a backup. He almost got caught out in the Northern Ireland game. Yeah. Uh, he made an error. Uh, Bonucci saved him twice, and yeah. he also made an error. And I think in the Switzerland game, it was where he fumbled the ball. Donnarumma is there just because of his of the past yeah. of a Euro performance. Yeah. In the summer, it's little choices like that. The guy's not the top of his game. He's not the best goal no. in Italy, but and he's, he's getting not chosen.
0: Played, he's not playing game in and game out. And
1: he's not. He exactly. How could you choose a guy? that's not playing week in, week out, to be the number one goalie in Italy. One of the most historic, traditional superpowers in football. You're choosing a backup goalie to be the number one. That right there says the president for the squad. There's no pressure on these guys to be better because they don't have to do anything because they're going to get called back into the squad. Exactly. You said it with Bellotti. What has Bellotti done to deserve a call-up? Absolutely nothing. nothing. And then you got the young guys coming in. The young guys should have been integrated in earlier. Yeah. But they've been integrated in so late, you're putting them in a high-pressure situation. Like Tonali, he's getting his first start in God knows how long, or yeah. a substitution appearance in a high-pressure game yeah. where they got to win. And Svarnaca
0: so gets 10 minutes yeah. in a high-pressure game where they have to Why win.
1: Why are you throwing these guys in this situation?
0: That's just what Gian Ventura did with Jorginho. When there were calls throwing Jorginho it's at the time. So,
1: it's so silly from Mancini to be doing this. It he is. He should have been bleeding these guys in. A year ago, he should have been yeah. bleeding these guys in. Yeah. He's waited to the last second, yeah. which I don't understand, for Skamak and Tonali to rescue yeah. them. I don't understand. And, and the player selection, yes, it's, it's horrendous. Emerson Palmetto is not there. No. Of, he doesn't deserve to be there. No. He's there because of God knows what.
0: I'm going to say it right now. Kiaz is better off the bench. He's a more effective player for the national team off the bench. When Chiesa goes at tired legs, he is dangerous. That's when he can do his one his one dimensional stuff, where he can just has that cut in and shoots I, outside just out top. I of the agree. Box.
1: Insigne, you start the game on the left side and then bring Chiesa on for Insigne because Insigne it. has no speed. That's it. And then you play Raspadori or Skamak up top. Yeah, play a striker. You look at the lineup today. Who who was on the the field? Okay, we talk about. Lack of goal scorers in the squad. Where are you going to get a goal from in this team? You have Di Lorenzo in the back. Yes, he scored the goal, but he's not an out-and-out goal scorer. Leonardo but why, Bonucci. But why
0: are we relying on a Di Lorenzo goal? I know. That's, why?
1: That's the funny thing. Bonucci pops in with goals. I think he's one of the leading goal scorers, actually. I think he has the most goals in this why lineup, Why are we back, relying
0: actually. on a center back?
1: Ecerbi's never going to score. Emerson never scores. Sandro Tonali, we don't know if he's a goal scorer. Most likely not. Jorginho never scores goals unless it's a penalty, which doesn't exist anymore. Nope. But Alla never scores. No, nope. never scores. Varati never scores, but in the lineup specifically, Domenico Barardi, he scores, but he's not an out out goal scorer. I'd say he's more of a creative player. You yeah. can pitch him with a goal every once yeah. in a while. Lorenzo and is not a goal scorer, and Kiaz is not a goal scorer. So where the hell are you gonna get a goal? Yeah. And this is a team he picks. Where are you gonna get a goal? Against a in this team that the whole team. Against a team exactly. that's gonna sit the whole team back. Exactly. Where? Mancini. I don't care what he won you're only as good as your last game the last game is the northern ireland game and he completely screwed up this entire campaign they've won uh two of their last nine two of their last nine lithuania and and belgium and a rubber match that meant nothing yeah that's all they've won yeah and they lost or drawn every other game
0: this is a very frustrating time because we knew this was going to happen we you almost wanted italy to fail at the euro so they would be forced into making these changes. Cause at the end of the day, in my opinion, a world cup is more important than a European championship. A European championships. Nice to have it, But a world cup is way more important because that's what puts the stars on the Jersey for you. The world cup, not that Euro badge crap that you have in the middle. I want the star. I want the fifth star. I don't want that Euro crap in the middle if I had to choose. And you know what? We're, it's a very realistic possibility that we will not be there for a second consecutive World Cup. And I hope I'm wrong because it's a tough path now. You got a semi-final and a final. You got teams like Portugal, Sweden, Poland, Russia, Czech Republic. Czech Republic, Austria, Scotland. Scotland. Could be the Dutch, depending on what happens. Yeah, could
1: be the one of the Dutch, Turkey or Norway.
0: Yeah. Like that is you are playing with fire. And this is, at the same time, this is the wake-up call Mancini needed, but it's so late that it's scary because now, does Mancini experiment in March? Because the next international break is in March. That's the problem. There's no preparation. That's why
1: Mancini's to blame. He missed his chance to experiment. And yeah. And it was in the Euros. So he's damned if he do, if he does, and he's damned if he doesn't. Now there's no time to experiment. Now, no. But this is a question now. Do you, he's going to. Do you, play it safe. You know you're going to go back to Chiellini. He's going to play you're it gonna safe. You're going to go back to Bonucci. Exactly. Yeah. Donnarumma. Don go
0: going to Cito. It's going to be. It's going to be the same, same crap.
1: bull crap and we're going to have another shit showing in the World Cup if we even make it. Yeah. But it's not. For me, Mancini dropped the ball Oh, big, big time. time. And big we're screwed. Time. Regardless, I think we're screwed. Me personally, I don't think we're making it into the World Cup. I think it's done. I don't think this team's good enough unless between now and March, which is a long time, but unless between now and March, someone uh, starts learning how to score a goal. Yeah. Donnarumma I mean, starts playing a net. I want to see guys dropped that do not deserve to be in this team.
0: Yeah, that would be a positive showing.
1: I want to see guys dropped. I don't want to see guys like Killini in the team. I don't care what you did in the Euros. Yes, you're uh, you're on the pantheon of Italian greats now because of the Euro win. But I don't care. If you're not playing week in, week out, you're not there. You shouldn't you're out. be there. Donnarumma, out. You shouldn't be there. Every, there are, those there, guys, all there that, are
0: many. There are much better Italian goalkeepers in the city I play there regularly than
1: there are. They're on the brink. Jean-Louis they're Jean-Louis. on the brink of Donnarumma, or they could be better. Yeah, if they get that shot in Zuri's shirt, having that Zuri shirt has so much prestige with
0: it. It's to me today's draw with Northern Ireland feels like it. Honestly, feels like that same feeling that when Sweden knocked us out in the playoff. Yeah, because I have, I'm expecting the worst. I am too. I'm expecting the worst. I hope I'm wrong, but I'm expecting the worst. And I'm and I and there's nobody to blame but Roberto Mancini. Poor with his substitutions. I don't understand Cristante coming on right after half. When you have to win the game, that is a poor choice to make. You got to go for it. Bring on your strikers. Bring on your strikers. I did I did scream out a gasp of relief that we got to see Gianluca Scamaca. I'll mind you, it was 10 minutes. I don't think that was fair. That's not a fair look no, it's at the not guy. Fair. What do you want a striker to do in
1: 10 minutes? Like th- It's basic tactics 101. Yeah. If you're going to go against a team that sits back, okay, either you're going to be passing the ball as good as that Spain team was in 2012, Yeah. from 08 to uh, 2012. You better be able to pass the ball as good as them if you're going to play a team that sits back, or you do it the old-fashioned way like a lot of guys... A lot of teams did back in the day. You get a big guy up top. You get guys that can shoot outside the box. You get guys that know how to put a ball into the freaking yeah. box. Yeah. And you do that. Yeah. It's very basic. Yeah. And Mancini goes and plays a team that wants to play, you know, possession, one-touch, two-touch wall passes, yeah. they have be to intricate. Walk. In order they got, to score, they have to walk they got the the to walk the ball. I do not understand. It's, it's such a stupid tactic to, it to is. do against a team that's going to sit 11 guys in the box, yeah. which Northern Ireland did. And Northern Ireland somehow still created probably the most dangerous chance of the game. Like I said, Donnarumma had to be bailed out by Bonucci. But I don't know. Mancini, for me, once again, all his fault. Yeah. He created this monstrous mess.
0: Now, let's change it up a little bit. Let's let's talk about a little bit of positive. Please. There's a, there's a country that yeah. is making... Well, there's a team that's making a country very proud right now. I never thought in my life this team would be... <laughs> Exceeding, and we're talking about <laughs> Le Rouge, Canada. Le Rouge, Canada. It's a very realistic possibility, ladies and gentlemen, that Italy may not be at the next World Cup, and Canada will for be for us Canadians. That, that's massive. That's massive. For me as Italian, that hurts. It hurts. I've never. But, yeah, I've never
1: uh, in my lifetime cheered for Canada because I've never had a, a need to up until this yeah. point. And I well, think that's I have true a soft for a lot of. For them. Of course, we have a spot, soft spot for them, but I think for a lot of Canadians, we've never. They've always been an afterthought, the Canadian National. No have. one's ever taken them seriously because they've never been able to field eleven guys, but now yeah, it's like they're going toe to toe with the big names and Yeah, path. I and,
0: mean, uh, coming off a one-nothing win against Costa Rica and Edmonton, they do host Mexico tomorrow night. It's it's gonna be a big game, but it's not a be all end all game. They're in good shape to finish top four in this in the in the final stage. So they're, they're actually in really good shape to finish in third in that automatic spot, and they're also in even better shape to finish in that fourth confeder- inter-confederation playoff. I don't think you want to go there because you could wind up playing the fifth-place team in South America, and that will be very troubling for the Canadian national yeah, team. Yeah, I don't think, no. So top three no is, is what you have through. to do. And so if they do lose to Mexico tomorrow, it's not the end of the world uh, mm-hmm. we got a draw against Mexico in Mexico. I think we can do something mm-hmm. against Mexico. They're coming off a big loss against the states. As as long as they go and beat all the teams below them now, they could go yeah. lose to
1: Mexico and the States. As long as they go beat Panama, Pan- Costa Rica, El Salvador, and, and Jamaica, Honduras, then they're in. That's yeah. it. It the destiny's in their hands. That's the beauty of it now. And listen, the the personnel's there. We got the leading goal scorer of the league and right now. Jonathan David's firing. He got yeah. the goal again. Tejon Buchanan's on fire. This kid, yeah, the what bicycle, can you say the about bicycle him. kick off the bar. It's, yeah, it's it's amazing. We're not just relying on Alfonso Davies. No, you know the the defense is coming together. The midfield, yeah, goalkeeper's good. He's decent. Goalkeeper's great.
0: They they look good. I, I and I know there's they got they got you know there's a, ver- a reason to be proud because uh, I know in the past we've been very critical of the system. Um, and John Herdman, but rightly so, yeah, rightly so, but it, now it looks needed. like they 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 have a point to prove, and they're they're proving it, so wishing them all the best tomorrow against Mexico, it's gonna be a tight game, I can't wait to watch it, I think it's gonna be great Edmont, the fans have been fantastic, Edmonton packed that house, yeah, I they- mean more people
1: tune into the national team than the Toronto Maple Leafs. yeah, which is that's pretty amazing yeah it is uh, for our country knowing how you know hockey dominant yeah and hockey is part of our culture you know soccer we get into this world cup and we're hosting the next world cup yeah (laughs) soccer is going to take over this country
0: oh i think it already i think it has for a number of years but this is just this is just this is what you need now you just need to flip this is the little thing and i think if canada i think canada's capable of making a run in the world cup that we're going to host which is 2026 but i think if we're going to make a run and we're going to we're going to actually be legitimate that we need to make this world cup
1: so you know what if italy do mess out at least we have
0: something to cheer for yeah unlike
1: the last world cup
0: yeah that was just atrocious (laughs) that was just atrocious but but Let's we, we digress. Yeah,
1: we digress. You wanna let's go into city? A.
0: let's talk about it. City is back. It's back. It's back.
1: We didn't get to talk about the previous round, but
0: I'm glad that we didn't. <laughs> there,
1: there was some big upsets. Venezia. <laughs> that
0: wasn't a big
1: upset. Beating I think Roma.
0: That wasn't a big upset. Come on, we. I think a few of us saw yeah. that coming.
1: Mourinho uh, getting destroyed in the media, but he's still there. Yeah. Still a lot to prove I think he needed this uh, international break. Big time, another big result. Inter and Milan, a 1-1 draw. I told you that was a draw. It was a draw. Christian called it. Uh,
0: Inter, Inter, I lost felt played. They
1: lost that game again. Simone and losing another big game. It's not that Milan played better. They weren't on the yeah. level of Inter. Inter threw that game away with the winning two penalties. Lattaro missing the penalty. And then... yeah. Freaking DeVry hitting it into the own, his own goal. I haven't seen an own goal like that in ages. Yeah. Just enter our. They're such a frustrating team. But the Scudetto is wide open for everyone. No, it's like nobody wants it. I think Napoli, uh, if I remember, dropped points Napoli too. Napoli dropped
0: points. Napoli dropped points. They grinded out a last minute win.
1: They were garbage until the red card, and then they started creating chances. Corte to yeah. the rescue, it was. Yeah. Uh, so. More or less the same, but the big, the two big results was the Derby della Madodina, the the tie and, and Venezia Roma, the big upset there. My God! So now we go into round thirteen already here. Yeah. And we open with Atalanta Spezia. So what do we think? Well, I mean, Spezia?
0: Atalanta should win this game. I think Atalanta hands down should win this game. Atalanta very realistic that they're gonna finish in top four because now Roma's been booted out because <laughs> we're losing to teams that we should be beating. But I digress. Um, Atalanta smells blood Atalanta knows they need this game Atalanta wins for me I think Spezia <sighs> Spezia are just a mess, Jules Yeah,
1: Spezia Even though they did win their last game
0: They're still a mess
1: They're Yeah, they're Well, actually, that was one of the things They're Tiago, not
0: bottom three bad, though
1: They're not bottom three bad Because there's a lot of worse teams oh, in the city yeah. But uh, they surprised me a little bit, actually They conceded possession They played a little bit more defensively in the last game Tiago Mota Switch to more defensive formation, and it actually worked uh, in their favor. So
0: you got to give him credit for that.
1: Yeah, we'll see if he does the same thing. There is a coach that knows
0: how to make a tweak.
1: (laughs) Talk, tell me about it. So that Atalanta, I agree. We're so better. Next match, this is going to be one of the big matches. Lazio, Juve at the Stadio Olimpico. What do we think here?
0: Juve look like trash. I'm going to say that right now. Juve look like garbage. Max Allegri looks out to lunch. <laughs> For those of you that are Max Allegri fans, yeah, something, you're missing a few screws <laughs> because uh, I don't know what you guys are seeing here. Um, but uh, you're going up against a Lazio team. I think Lazio at home, to me, I think I'm going to call a Lazio win here. I think Juve, is just, they were just so fortunate to get that. They're, they they went into it a Tito, and they still came out looking like garbage, literally grinding out yeah. that win. Like, it wasn't... If it wasn't for that red card not being able to, k- to get those chances and getting lucky off a 91st or 92nd minute goal to get them three points, I mean, it's a disaster. I don't think they're going to get that opportunity with Lazio, so I think Lazio's going to beat them. Yeah, I think it's going to be
1: tight. The biggest thing, yeah, it comes down, Juve, is that finishing. They got no finisher. Um, even if Marata, he was the goal scorer for Spain to clinch their World Cup uh, berth, but... Marata, Dybala, these guys, they're not the answer. Chiesa is not the answer to goals. Nope. This is another team that suffers from an out-and-out goal score. They had one in Cristiano Ronaldo, but again, he ate up too much of the funds, so it just wasn't going to work out. Yeah. You had to let him go. Um, the midfield doesn't participate. Ramsey becomes a god when he comes to Wales, but you can't crack the team here. Rumored just,
0: to go to Roma, too. <laughs> to go to Roma,
1: back to England, too, he's rumored. <laughs> it's just Juve are strange. They... They are great defensively, but... They got no attack. They have no attack. It's And Allegri, he's just not He's, he's not, not putting them. it together. Lots of I feel, they have the big advantage going forward. I think Milikovic savic is one of the best technical midfielders we have in the league. Uh, Luis Alberto has been getting some game time of recent, but I don't think he'll start uh, both of them in this yeah. game. And we'll see if Ciro starts. We'll see if Ciro starts. If he starts, I'm going to be very upset even though he doesn't score many goals, he, he is he is Lazio. our best goal scorer for the Azzurri and he should have been in that game. So if he starts this game, I'm going to be very upset about that. Uh <laughs> but if if Murici starts for for Lazio they're done. Oh yeah. They're done. You're, uh, you're a
0: miracle. But I still think Lazio are going to win this Yeah,
1: game. I will see. I think I want to give Lazio the edge, but I think it's going to be a tight tight game. I'm going to just give it a a draw.
0: Perfect. That's what uh, as long as Juve drop points, I'm happy with it. Let's move on to the next game. Fiorentina hosting AC Milan.
1: Another big match. So Fiorentina going back-to-back with uh, the Giants of City A here. What do we think is going to happen between Fiorentina and AC Christian?
0: Well, Fiorentina, when their backs are up against the wall, or when they get the opportunity and they come up against a big team, they continuously disappoint.
1: They do. They choke. They
0: choke the big time. Perennial chokers of the, of the league. I mean, having one of the biggest, one of the bigger goal scorers in City A, and Dusan Vlahovic, who's probably feeling really good because he's... Going to the World Cup next yeah, year. Yeah, another team that's going in. Here. Very, very, very <laughs> confident. I still don't see them beating AC Milan, though. They just. This is where Fiorentina continuously drop points and disappoint. They they have like they're they're kind they're, they're in the same predicament as Roma when it comes up to the big when it comes up to the seven sisters they just continuously disappoint. So I think this more of the same, and Milan are within reach of the Scudetto. So I think Milan are going to
1: win this game. Yeah, I think Milan are going to win this game. I don't think. You know, this Milan team, Watched them all season. They're not convincing, but they know how to win. That's right. And this is the game. Fiorentina don't know how to win games yet, and that's what's going to give Milan the edge. They're just going to find a way to do it, whether it be a set piece or something. Milinkovic, their best uh, defender suspended for this game because of yep. the red card against Juve. So there's going to be that big gap. But at the same time, I'd love to see how Vicenzo Italiano bounces back. And uh yeah because he's going he's gonna to be very disappointed from the way they've dropped points to the top teams, especially Juve, yeah. the, la- the last the opponent. Uh, but in the end, I think Milan, they have less weaknesses compared to Fiorentina. They do. They do. So Milan win.
0: Let's move on to Sunday morning. Sassuolo hosting Cagliari.
1: Cagliari is complete shambles. One-way traffic. One-way traffic. And I hope Raspadori, I hope Scamac, and I hope Berardi go off. Yeah. I hope they go off because I want to see that Trident Starting for the Azzurri yeah. in this game, I really do. I think there's something there, um, and I hope they're given the chance in this game against Cagliari, the worst team in Serie A right now.
0: Yeah, so it's a swallow win. Bologna hosting Venezia. <laughs> <laughs> what do you
1: think? You know, in Venezia, Venezia is the best team in Serie A right now. No, they're not. They're not.
0: <laughs> Bologna are one point behind Roma. That's how good Bologna is right now. And we
1: know Venezia beat Roma. Yeah, so Venezia, beat uh, Venezia play
0: Venezia knows how to play off the counterattacks. They got some good pace. The one thing I do want to say, a big shout out to uh Aramu, who had a phenomenal game against Roma. It was all Aramu. And I mean a lot of people don't know who he is. Check out the highlights. The guy was lights out. Um, but I don't think magic strikes t- can happen twice. I think Venezia is so happy to have gone into the break claiming that scalp. I just don't see them winning on the road. Bologna yeah. could smell blood. Bologna knows they're they're within this, within arm's reach of a Europa Conference League or Europa League spot, and it's a huge opportunity for them to gain some ground. So for me, I think Sinisa Mahalovic is going to go in there. He's going to inspire his guys to win, and Bologna are going to win this game.
1: Yeah, I see this game being completely open. I think Venezia they can get Bologna on the wings and through some counter play. I think that's the way they're gonna have to go if they're gonna win this game. Bologna, it's gonna come down to individual skill. Musabato, for instance, Arnautovic, uh, Soriano, they kind of lock with their dribbling. Um, but I think Venezia do have a good chance if they can hold out defensively. Sergio Romero has done a big deal, and yeah, it's made a huge difference yeah, in common, the sticks, right? calming yeah, down that uh, defense from leaking goals. I think they may be able to pull one out here, but I'm going to stick with the favorites just to be safe. All right. I'm going to go with the Mancini route and stick with the, the favored there guys. Let's go. Uh, so Bologna win.
0: All right. Let's go to uh, a snooze fest. Salernitana <laughs> hosting Sampdoria. Two teams in... Salernitana trying to turn a corner and trying to stay alive <coughs> against a Sampdoria team. That's just a disaster.
1: Sampdoria. I, I cannot believe how low Roberto de Versa has put this team. I... Uh, which is a team that should not be anywhere near the relegation
0: zone. No. Emil Odero and Bartosz Berezinski on right back. Caputo up top. Uh, Albin Ekdal, an international. Yeah, yeah Caputo the, the up Damsgaard top. is in this team. Damsgaard. Be
1: another international. Like, there's yeah. international players here. Yoshida, Japanese international. Yeah. Uh, Kandreva is on fire. Like This is crazy that this team's fighting relegation right now.
0: That, to me, is an indication of the manager.
1: It is. Roberto de Versa, another manager. manager that people loved because of what he did in the past, but he's done nothing of recent. So yeah. how guys like him keep getting jobs, it's uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. But he's going down the De Francesco route right now. He really is. And uh, it's not looking good for de Verza, so I hope he wins. Uh, for his sake, I think he might need get it. the axis, He maybe. will, he will be fired if he doesn't win this game. Yeah, Ferrero is a,
0: kind of a loose cannon. So. Yeah,
1: this is a relegation battle. Ferrero doesn't want to go to Serie B. There's no money in Serie B, none to be made. So Sampdoria have to stay out of there.
0: So do you give Sampdoria the win here? They have to win it.
1: So if the can get that message to the uh, the players, or even Ferrero, if he goes down to the locker room and gives that message to the players, you guys have to win. They should. I mean, it's Salernitana. They they should. Salernitana. If anyone saw the tweet, we posted the worst run club in Serie. Yeah. So uh, Sampdoria is actually one of the best run clubs in Serie. Yeah. So they should, they need to beat Salernitana.
0: This is 18th versus 19th place. Yeah. And Salernitana are two points behind Sampdoria in this game. Oh. <laughs> if Salernitana can find a way at home that's, to win this game, yeah. they're at home. They're, they're in Salerno, right? I'm going to give Salernitana the win here. It's it's
1: possible. I mean, some do already have guys on international break, right? Yeah. so,
0: so Tata's got nobody international break. Nobody. Not going. a single soul. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they were all at break. home on the beach. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, let's move on to a big game. Inter hosting Napoli. A big one. Take me through it, Jules. I
1: just want to see Simone Inzaghi, first and foremost, try something different. Stop sticking to the same guys. Taro. Bench him. Korea has one less goal, and he's played a quarter of the minutes. Seems how he's played. to be a common theme tonight. It is. Uh, guys need to be taken off on this on this team. Should it be starting? You got guys mouthing off like Vicino thinking he should get more minutes.
0: Who is it, another guy rumored to go to Roma? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just to everybody.
1: Inzaghi has to control this team. He has to show that he's the leader of this team. I think uh, the locker room's too big for him, and it's showing. And I think Inter, that's what it comes down to. They are on paper the best team in city. Ah, eh? It's just Inzaghi doesn't have the authority that Conte had. And you can see guys are too relaxed. Yeah. They don't play a full 90 minutes. They don't They're respect him the no way they They respect don't respect him. They don't at all. Um, and it's just frustrating because Napoli, you can see it's the complete opposite. Everyone is doing whatever Luciano Spalletti says. Yeah. It's not that yeah. Nap- Napoli is more or less the same team that Cattuso had. They haven't really brought in anybody. you are still yeah. running with Insigne. Fabio Ruiz is still the main guy in the midfield. Zielinski pops with a goal here and there. Lozano, Politano, Kulabali, Rahamani, Giovanni Di Lorenzo. is the best goal in the league right now. You know, it's the same team. But Luciano Spalletti, they're listening to him and they're following his tactics. That's a big difference. Yeah. And he's not afraid to tweak when he has to. And he's not. And that's, I think that's the difference. I think that's why Inter is going to struggle. They won't be concentrated for full 90 minutes. They'll probably be play better than Napoli will. But I just don't see them getting the victory. I think it's either going to be a tie or a Napoli, uh, Napoli win because no one can score against Napoli right now either.
0: Oh, well, well said. Yeah. One of the best, most organized defenses. In yeah. Serie a.
1: What do you think result wise here?
0: Well, I think the team that has to win this game of the two is Inter. Because if they have any chance of winning the Scudetto, they got to win this game. Who knows what their players are going to be like coming back from the international break? Well, we don't know what Napoli too, right? But to me, they're at the Giuseppe Meazza. I think Inter's going to give Napoli their first defeat. I hope so. I think so. I hope so. I think so. So,
1: just uh, Inzaghi has to do something yeah. to show that he's a winner because he's not coming off as a winner right now.
0: Well, both of these teams. Both of these managers in this ga- in this tie are not historical winners. No, that either is Pioli. That's a crazy thing. So you have all these yeah. guys
1: that have never won anything in their career. Yeah. all turning <laughs> now, the corner. They can feel that a championship's yeah. there. But at the same time, it's funny that none of them are are winning when they should win. It was kind of like Juve when they went on their ten year nine year run. There was... Roma Napoli were the biggest uh, contenders always for the Scudato. And every time Juve dropped points, Roma Napoli dropped points every single time. Yeah. And that's kind of what we're getting here. It's like Napoli drops points, the Milan and Inter drop points, uh, and vice versa. It's like they all drop points at the same time. No one wants to, you know, and they're still undefeated, but no one is able to win when it matters to keep that separation up. No one can win under pressure, I guess is what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah. Well... Napoli haven't really impressed me in the big, big games yet. Um, to see if they're a true Scudetto contender, they have to win games like this, and I just don't think they're capable. I think that Inter's going to start. Inter's going to put Napoli in that annual dip, and then we'll see how Spalletti guides them out. I hope so. Give us some of that magic. Now let's move on to another game. Genoa hosting Roma in the afternoon game on Sunday.
1: Do you guys have a chance in hell? Tell me. <laughs> Andre Shevchenko making his yes.
0: managerial Actually, debut for Genoa. That's something, yeah.
1: Ballardini fired Sheva back in against, going against on his debut. A coach that ruined the legend, Shevchenko. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure Sheva's going to want to show Mourinho yeah. what a real coach is supposed to do. You
0: know what? I think this is... Uh, uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a fan of the Genoa move. I'm bringing in Shevchenko here as an up-and-coming manager. Um, we thought it was going to be Andrea Pirlo, but Shevchenko was the guy. Uh, surprised me, but I'm actually really impressed. They're not going through the recycling bin. They're not bringing Beppe Yakini in. <laughs> so they're not going down that same <laughs> That's path. That's true, so, yeah. The new owners of Genoa are are, are doing the right thing. So that shows me that they're looking in the right direction. Genoa really need this game. Genoa are tied on nine points with Sampdoria for that last relegation spot. So they need something. Yes. And uh, if there is not a more perfect time to play Roma, there will not be a more perfect time to play Roma. Roma is a mess right now. We are in a dip and a half, I would say. Um, I mean, losing to Venezia was awful. Uh, the media is killing Jose Mourinho, and rightly so. Um, but the one thing I must, I must give Jose Mourinho is that he finally made an adjustment in the game against Venezia, and Tammy Abraham showed that he actually does play better with the support when he was side by side with Eldor Shomurodov. So that actually worked. It did work. So what we, what did we learn from that Venezia game, Tammy Abraham? Is better when he has support, not when he plays by himself. He's not at he that can't, stage. Yeah, yet. he can't play back tonight, yeah. Tammy Abraham. No. So uh I think if Mourinho does keep with that adjustment and runs with Shomarodov and Tammy up top, I think Roma are capable of squeezing out a win. They need it bad. Bad. But talk about another team that needs it bad, Genoa. Um Yeah, Genoa. They need a bad it's Shevchenko's debut. What can they do with this squad? It's a it's
1: a squad. So their strengths have been coming back from losing positions. They like they have goal scorers. They have they score in bunches. Defenders. Like you said. They do. They do score in bunches. Score the problem bunches. is they concede so many goals. Will they be more organized now? Sit goose still in net. talking about guys that bow out the third goalkeeper is supposed to be a leader. That's why he gets called into the national team and yeah. he, he even bows out.
0: Yeah. <sighs> I know.
1: Sorry to bring it back to the national team, but that's embarrassing. <laughs> you don't even play. Just stay there to be the moral leader that you're supposed to be exactly. sitting. But exactly. But anyway, enough of them.
0: They got. Uh, Genoa got some bright prospects. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't see Roma winning this game. I'm going to call a draw. I think Genoa is going to draw, draw Roma, and I think the media is just going to crucify Mourinho.
1: Well, oh. Shevchenko's record, Ukraine, he played 52 games, 25 wins, 13 draws, 14 losses, a 48.1 win percentage. So it's a pretty. Decent record for being Ukrainian manager. Took him to the Euro, uh, Euro as well. Had a, a run with them in the knockout stages. So, yeah, Genoa, it's an interesting project. We got to look at the players they lost. They lost half their starting lineup between last season and now. Yeah. And Ballardini, yes, that's terrible. He did the most he can do. But I think Shave, i agree. It's going to be interesting to see what style he brings in yeah. I think the three man defense is going to be gone Yeah, you're going to be looking at a, a flat back four wing backs pinching up the field you're yeah. going to see a young hungry midfield that's going to battle for the ball and I think you're going to see Destro popping in with a lot more goals I, think so I so really too.
0: do I think so too Genoa Genoa historically I think we talked about this last year Genoa are one of the most, the oldest team in one, Serie A the oldest team in Serie A uh, or Italian Calcio and yeah, sorry, yeah. they're Nine times Scudetto champions—they're one away from getting a star on their jersey, so this is a team that th- that should be in the top flight and should be competing higher up the table. So I think yeah, the new, new ownership has—yeah, it's it's exciting. It's exciting
1: times for Genoa. New new ownership, new blood, foreign manager too, which like is it. nice to see. But who
0: understands A. Yes, right, exactly. That's important. Exactly, that's important. Great move. So take Genoa for the tie. What do you see in this game? Roma win. Okay. Every time you pick a Roma win they lose. That's why I pick them. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So we got two games on Monday to round off um to round off match day 13 already, which is crazy. Uh the first game goes at 12:30 Eastern Time, Verona Empoli. Verona on Firing on all cylinders, going in the international break. Filthy hot. (laughs) (laughs) They are. Um, I don't think Empoli stand a chance in this game.
1: No, I I think this is Verona has it in the bag here. Yeah,
0: Verona's got it in the bag. I think Verona's going to be challenging for a European spot. Yeah. They they look really, really good. They're playing confident. They're playing organized. What a difference a manager makes. Um, So Verona for me, Verona for you. Yes. On to the final game. Torino Udinese.
1: Torino got the actually changing his tactics, too, in the last match. Yeah. Getting a surprise uh, win. But it's not continuing here. Torino for the win. Yeah. Torino's
0: winning this game. Yurich is due.
1: Yeah. That wraps up round 13. Then we have Champions League. We're back in it. So we're going midweek. Round five. We're in the, uh, the business stages yeah, so. of Champions League. We'll see what our Italian teams do. Chelsea, Juve, I mean, the group's pretty much done, but they're going against each other. Uh, Christian, what do you think? It's a. It kind of is a big match because it is for first place. Better seeding between the two, right? Uh, Juve have a three-point advantage, but if Chelsea was to go and beat them 2-0, they'd go ahead on, uh, in regards to head-to-head. Uh, so what do you think happens here? Draw Juve, Chelsea. There. A draw? Yeah, I think a draw. Yeah, I think Juve were very fortunate to win 1-0 in the yeah. first leg. I they're think are this time, no. especially
0: with the rut they're in.
1: Exactly. Uh, and then we have Atalanta, Young Boys.
0: Atalanta need to win this game if they're going to keep their Champions League hopes alive.
1: The current standings there, Man use first, 7 points. Villarreal, 7 points. So obviously, they're playing each other. Atalanta sitting third on 5 points, 2 points behind, and Young Boys still alive on 3 points in last place.
0: Atalanta, one-way traffic.
1: The next match. Is gonna be Inter and Shakhtar Donetsk.
0: Can Inter conquer their Shakhtar demons?
1: This is what it's gonna come down to. I mean, they're sitting second right now, two points behind Real Madrid. Sharif, Test is going against Real Madrid in their match. Is Sharif gonna do a repeat? I think that would really screw things up for Inter.
0: Inter need to win, man. But win yeah, that game. They
1: gotta get over this this hoodoo of not being able to beat Shakhtar ever since yeah. the semifinal. So Shakhtar pretty much done and dusted. They're at one point, they have nothing they're to play fin- for. Finish. Inter better goal and crumble them. But it's inter.
0: Yeah. See. Si.
1: And then yeah. the last game.
0: Milan, nothing. Playing for nothing.
1: Milano Atletico Madrid.
0: Playing for nothing. Well, they're, they're not. Still, they're not mathematically out yet, but they're
1: playing for uh Europa League, right? They can get into
0: Or they're just playing for fourth place so they could just focus on the Scudetto.
1: Yeah, I would it's gonna be curious. I, I agree. I don't think Pioli wants to do Europa League. No, but at the of same time, too. do Milan do Milan want to walk away without even a without even a, a a win out of the Champions League?
0: I don't think it matters if they win the Sudete. yeah We'll
1: see. I I'll pick an atletico Madrid win. And then we head to Europa League Wednesday, November twenty fourth. We have Napoli, Spartak Moscow, and then we have Lazio, Lokomotiv. So the Russians versus the Italians both uh, stumbling in the World Cup qualifiers.
0: Napoli. Believe- <laughs> 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 always bring it back that. But what do we think? Napoli, for me, showed against Legia, especially that they, had it, that they feel that they're the strongest squad. They want to stay in this competition. So for me, I think Napoli's going to take this game against Spartak Moscow seriously, and they're not going to let Spartak Moscow walk away with a win. So Napoli for me. Lazio, I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lazio, I know. It's going to be hard to, to Lazio, say. Lazio,
0: I think, is going to... Lazio's going to beat Juve, and they're going to disappear in the midweek. That's probably what's going to happen. That's
1: the crazy thing. Lazio sitting right now second. Galatasaray running not running away, but three points advantage of first. Lazio, I agree. I think they're going to drop points. That's just what they do. Yeah. They show up against Juve, and they're going to drop points, and then they're going right. to be out of the positions there. I think Lazio are going to somehow just end up in the Conference League. Both Roman teams are going to be there. Lovely. Napoli, they've conceded more goals in the four games they played in Europa League, I think, than all of City. Uh, Off, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. In 12 games city yeah they've conceded four in europa League, they conceded six in four games it's strange yeah. and the, and their opponents have been legia warsaw leicester city and Spartak moscow it makes yeah. no sense so i would love to see the defensive side of their game take over here and yeah. and that's all they need in this uh result they need to just beat Spartak, and they're pretty much into the next that's stage it. so napoli i think we'll do it i think uh they want a trophy. It's not going to be City. I, I still think they want to make a, a run in Europa yeah, League. of course. They need it. And then we go off to the Conference League.
0: Do we even have to go through the Conference what's League?
1: What's going to happen? What's going to happen here?
0: Who cares what's going to happen? We're a mess right now. I wouldn't put anything past Roma right now.
1: Yeah, so Roma's playing Zorya Luhansk. Should beat them. Should beat them. There it has
0: to be a beat them.
1: You're going to get another drubbing. and you're going to make another manager famous because in the Premier League everyone was going after the Bodo Glimp manager yeah. after he smashed Roma. Oh yeah of course. <laughs> so is Roma going to go make another manager famous? No Zoria Luhansk is way
0: okay. their class <laughs> is way below uh, They're not. There's no way they're going to blow out Roma. But, but hey they're capable of a draw. They're actually Zoria Luhansk I believe is in third place. They're one point behind Roma. Yeah, they, so they Roma. got all to
1: play for. <laughs> they do have all to play for. Roma conceding the most goals in the group too. Yeah, but anyway, that that's all the the football. Is there any other major news? Anything you want to get off your chest?
0: Not really. I mean, uh, this whole Italy thing has got me. Yeah, down it's frustrating. The it's frustrating big time, and it's frustrating when uh, when your national team and your club team are both playing like absolute <laughs> trash. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, it just. Yeah, we'll, we'll see when the draw happens. Um sure. All your city fans are going to find out right away and we'll be able Yeah,
0: to it's a, it's at the end of November. Oh, yeah. Uh the Portugal's a seeded team right now. So from what we know, Portugal's a seeded team, uh Sweden's a seeded team, Italy's a seeded team. We don't know for sure who the other 3 are yet. Um and we know some of the unseeded teams. I mean, it's going to be a tough draw. It's a semi-final, final. It's a one-off. We do know Italy's guaranteed semi-final game will be at home in Italy because they are a seeded team. Who knows if that adds even more pressure. Yeah, who knows? But, I mean, realistically, guys... Every, all
1: we know is that everyone's going to be able to take out the European... Yeah, and if you, if, you, if, you,
0: if, you, if you... The, the worst-case scenario is... Italy are seated in the same bracket as Portugal, and they got to go play Portugal in Lisbon, in the final. Can you imagine? I wouldn't be able to sl- I wouldn't be able to watch oh. that game. That rivalry, the Portugal Italy rivalry, is intense. I don't even want to think about it. Yeah. If
1: that was to happen, I don't even want to
0: think about it. I know. I, I, I wouldn't be able to watch that game. It's 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 probably worse than watching Italy and England play. Yeah, probably worse. Yeah, probably that that much more stressful. And, uh, yeah, is there anything you want to get off your chest?
1: No, I think uh, I think I got it all. Oh, yeah? I don't think they're making it. My expectations are gone. I'm oh. going to wait another five years. Anyway, arrivederci, ragazzi.
0: Until next time, don't worry. Just go. Get a bottle of Peroni for now. All you Italian fans, get a bottle of Peroni. Get a sip of Zambuca, a little bit of vino, whatever tickles your fancy, and just take it easy. <laughs> I know it feels like the end of the world today, but at the end of the day, we're still not technically out yet.
1: So That's very true.
0: So pray to God. Pray to Mama Mary. Padre Pio. Padre Pio. Sant'Antonio. Whoever you can. Everybody.
1: Whoever your saint is, just pray to him. Just pray to him.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Because we need every prayer in the world to get into this world. So until next time, ciao, ragazzi. Ciao.